the Podfix Network. Hey, Adam. Yeah, buddy. What do you got there? As a matter of fact, I've got these hands right here, ready for you. What do you typically use those hands for? Throwing and starting podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I use these for? What? Firmly grasping my golden shovel. (laughs) Let's do this, bro. And three, two, one. Welcome everyone to the Gravity Beard Podcast, your home for discussions and interviews with a variety of guests covering a wide range of topics. Today is another installment of This Week Today, where we look back on this day in history, sports, entertainment, and more. Let's get started. This is the Gravity Beard Podcast. Hey everyone, I'm Toph. I'm joined by my regular co-host, Lord Saunders. How are you, sir? I'm kicking ass and taking names. How are you, my brother? I'm pretty good. I'm good. How long is your list of names? It's pretty long, dude. It's pretty long. Have you kicked more ass or have you taken more names or is it one for one? It's like it's, do you do both every time. No, no, no. It goes up and down. So sometimes I'll take a lot of names and then I'll just go clear the list and then I'll take a lot of names and I'll go clear the list, you know, so it kind of goes that way. Sometimes it's a volley, but mostly it's kind of like an ebb and flow of names versus okay. asses. Yeah. Have you ever approached anybody and said, hey, I'm going to put you on my list and they're like, no, I don't, I don't want to be on your list. Absolutely. Everybody says that, but then they learn that they don't have a choice. <laughs> okay. Well, the rules are unflinchingly rigid, unfortunately. So, you know, I don't make the rules. I just abide by them. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, right up top here, Adam, I just want to remind our listeners of some things. So for anyone that's listened a long time, they already know this. But if you're if you're not a long-time listener, if you've joined the show recently, then what you may or may not have realized is that this podcast is kind of multiple shows within a show. Yes, very true. Very, very good way to say that. So it's kind of all under the gravity beard umbrella. But we have what we're doing today, which is this week today. We have staff meetings, which is stuff curated out of our Facebook group, Mm -hmm. the gravity beard interns. Then we have kind of what we just refer to as gravity beard episodes, right? Right. For lack of a better way of of referring to them. That's a whole variety of things on its own. Right. Classic. Yeah. And, And then... We we had previous plans because in the history of the show, we've done over 40 interviews of, of different people, all different types of people, and, and some kind of minor celebrities, quite honestly. There's no no kidding there. We've actually had some really interesting people on the show that uh, we've interviewed. Oh, yeah. We were going to spin off that show and launch a new show this spring called The Interview Show. And... What we're going to do instead, I think, it looks like that's just too much to take on. We've got too much on our calendar this year for the show. So what we're going to do instead is we're going to roll the interview show. We're still going to, it's still going to be branded on its own as the interview show, but we're going to roll it into Gravity Beard kind of under the umbrella with everything else. I think it's a great idea. <clears throat> and then when yeah. you're ready, you put it back into its own catalog. Yeah. It, it doesn't mean that in the future we won't spin it off on its own anyways, because people really enjoy a well-executed interview show, but it's just not in the cards for right now. So we're going to roll it in with everything else. And then we still may go spin it off sometime in the future. That's very efficient, Tove. Yeah. And for example, uh, so, so just a couple of other advisories. So next week after this, we're either going to take a break or we might actually have one of our two upcoming interview show interviews on the show. What, those two interviews might be either Elaine Stott who you wouldn't recognize her by name, but she was probably the most likable, most popular 
cast member from this last season of Survivor. Not the current one going on right now, season 40, but 39 that that was this last fall. So we did a, a long-form interview with Elaine. That's coming up regardless. It may come up this next week if we can get it out in time. And she's now a member of the Gravity Beard Interns. Right. Which is awesome. How about that? <laughs> yeah, that's dope. She's she's just an incredibly nice, grounded person, and she it was really really fun to have her on the show. And so that's coming up possibly this next week, if not sometime in the very near future. Or we also interviewed a guy named Tom Noddy. Now Tom Noddy, you would not recognize his name either, and you might even not recognize him unless you were a child of the '80s because he appeared on the Johnny Carson version of the Tonight Show and did an act called Bubble Magic in 1983. Wow, that's a good year, by the way. I won't get into it too deeply, but Paul Chomo reached out to this guy because I said, Paul, there's no way he's alive. I-, I need to stop doing that, by the way. Right, that's a Klugman, classic Klugman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so Paul's, Paul proved, yes, he is alive. Yes, he can get a hold of him. And yes, he does want to come on our show for an interview. That's amazing. So he did. He did. And so we've done that interview and that that maybe we'll do that next week. Or we might do neither of those things and we might just take a break. We might take a break for the next couple of weeks because the week after next, I'm actually heading to Disney. Aww. I don't want to get into that either. We'll talk about that in a future episode. And so I won't have I won't be able to we won't be able to post an episode that week. Oh man. Hey, don't forget though, you also interviewed a guy who knits worldwide monuments. Yes, we actually had internet sensation Sam Barsky. Yeah. who knits sweaters of famous landmarks around the world, That's right. then visits those landmarks and takes a picture of himself wearing the sweater of the landmark while standing in front of the landmark. Right. And for a mere $10,000, he will come to your place and knit something for you, custom. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Facts. That, those are that facts. It, <laughs> that interview is already... That is facts on his website. <laughs> Sam Barsky, artistic knitter. And that's our, I think that was our December 29th or 31st or something episode. So you can listen to that right now. One more thing, Adam. If you had a piece of advice for someone who listened to our show and said, man, I really like this podcast, what advice would you give them? Join the Facebook group without question. Which is called? The Gravity Beard Interns on Facebook. And what other piece of advice might you give them? Download and listen to every single episode. And let me add a couple more things. Maybe review and subscribe you know, on, on iTunes, wherever you listen to the show. Mm-hmm. Or maybe even tell a friend, hey, I just came across this really great podcast. You should also listen because word of mouth is so important for the growth of an independent podcast. And there's one more thing Please. that we cannot forget here. And that other thing is to contact the hotline. We want to hear from you. And we really feel that the best way to get a feel for who our listeners are and put you on the show right away or whatever is to have you call on the hotline. This can be for crime tips, both uh, for how to commit and or solve crimes. This can be uh, news updates, micro movie reviews, one sentence or less. Uh, It can be for road diaries, road audio diaries, road trip audio diaries. Uh, Like for me, I call in a lot whenever the lounge is pissing me off. Oh, travel status update. We'll get to that when we have some time. You know, and just generally like that. So that's the last thing I would tell them to solidify their place in our community. As you know, there's a variety of things and reasons to call the hotline. And if you you only have to listen to a couple of episodes of this podcast to know why you should pick up that phone and dial that number. Yeah. Yep. So before we move on, uh, the number for that hotline is 321-465-2180. So call it. Call the hotline. It's great. And we've, uh, for the record, we've had many, many celebrities call that hotline. It's, a, it's an incredible cast of people that have called. It really is. Yeah. 
Yeah, I agree. Next. Well, let's get started and take a look at the calendar of special day so everyone knows exactly what to celebrate this very week. Let's do it. All right, I'll get started. Today, Adam, is National Almond Day. I cannot stand by this date as almonds are deadly to my sweet wife, Liz. So, f- almonds. Okay, so that is right out. <laughs> Voted off so fast. In fact, let's go to tomorrow, which is National Random Acts of Kindness Day. And I will have participated in the pre- that already by nixing the previous day. So, we're done. <laughs> You've, today you're going to do something very kind for your wife and avoid almonds. That's right. And and also not okay. give her almonds. Yeah. Wow. I agree. Okay. Well, let's move on to Tuesday, which is National Drink Wine Day. <laughs> Way ahead of you, buddy. I'll be doing that for breakfast. <laughs> Every time I, I think of wine, I can't help but think of our very good friend, Josh Hallmark. Oh, man. I was thinking about him today. He's such a good guy. Wine and Diet Coke. Let's do it. And what do we call that? The Hallmark, after Josh Hallmark. And I actually did a live a live drinking of that in a hotel room, Adam from the Road. You sure did. Well, that moves us on to Wednesday. Uh, this is Tug of War Day, and I think that perfectly describes our relationship, Toph. You know, a, a, an endless war between us that nobody ever really wins. I agree, and we're going to celebrate it particularly on that very day. Uh, and then we should do the physical manifestation of our metaphor. <laughs> I agree. Okay. And when we're done with that, on Thursday, we're going to celebrate National Love Your Pet Day. Who's your pet, Toph? My children. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, then if that's the case, then on Friday, you can celebrate with your pets National Sticky Bun Day, which I'm in favor of. And if you're in Miami, try out the Nosberry Farms Sticky Buns. They are balls. Well, and we've got a restaurant here in town that is known for its sticky buns, and they're ridiculous. Really? Yes. Are they local to Dallas only? Yes. Oh. There's one location, and it's less than a mile from my house. I'm coming up, buddy. I'm coming up. Okay. All right. All right. Well, then you may choose to wrap up this amazing week of celebrations with, on Saturday, National Cook-A-Sweet Potato Day. Um, I'm going to modify this to National Cook-A-Sweet Potato Pie Day, because I'm not, not a huge mm. fan of sweet potatoes in general. They're okay. Um, but I make a really good sweet potato pie, so that's what I'll be doing on Saturday. Yeah, well, that sounds delicious, but I actually quite like sweet potatoes, so I, I may eat a sweet potato on Saturday. Yeah, you and Liz, my sweet wife Liz, she's all about them. Yeah. All right, great. Next! With that, Adam, let's turn our attention to This Week in History. Oh, you know how much I love history, so I will kick us off. Okay, this is an interesting one. In 1847, the Donner Party was rescued from the Sierra Nevada Mountains. Now, this, from what I hear, was a total rager. So, I mean, I'm not sure what they needed to be rescued from because they were having a great time. So, yeah, it was a huge buffet party, if I'm not mistaken. But in 1923, and this week, uh, archaeologists opened the tomb of King Tutankhamun. I am fascinated by him since a child, so really, really cool thing to, to study. Definitely. Okay, well, this week in 1930, Pluto was discovered, Adam. That is awesome. Yeah, unfortunately, 75 years later, it was downgraded to not a planet. Stupid Neil deGrasse Tyson. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, how do you think Pluto feels? 
I can't even imagine. You know, it's like being a part of a family for, you know, your whole life. And then right before you die, they're like, hey, man, sorry, you're acting on the family. Get out. <laughs> I'm going to ignore the most recent discovery or the most recent conclusion and, and still consider Pluto the, a planet. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It was there for our whole lives. So yeah. you hold strong, Pluto. You're as much a part of this family as the rest of us. Hang in there, buddy. We love you. Yep. So in 1939 this week, uh, Americans hold a Nazi rally in Madison Square Garden. 20,000 people attended. The U.S. government outlawed the group in 1941, and um, this was the third generation of the Madison Square Garden, which was built in 1925. It was later replaced in 1968. Now, I will not dive into this, but I think that the United States very narrowly dodged a bullet there, and I think we should not forget that important event. So, oh yeah, I agree. Well, I mean, twenty thousand people, by the way, in MSG, that basically means it's a sold-out crowd. Yeah. Yep. And with that kind of politics going on, it was it was a very harrowing time for our country. And that was obviously, you know, could have been a significant infiltration of the you know the Nazi Party into the United States at that time. That would have been terrible. Yeah, I agree. All right. Well, fast forward quite a few years, and this week in 1968. The first 911 call is placed. Did you know that that happened that long ago? No. And that also seems like fairly recent too, you know, comparatively. So that's incredible. It just feels like that was something that was invented sometime in my childhood, but it wasn't. It was far before then. Yeah, that was like in, you know, Jim's middle-aged years. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, in any case... Fast forward about a decade, and this is one of my favorite notes in history because I'm a huge sports fan, particularly hockey. And this week in 1980, the U.S. men's hockey team beats the Soviets in the Miracle on Ice. Dude, how amazing is that? Yeah, it was amazing. And believe it or not, that was not the gold medal game. They had to win, I don't remember who, like the Czech team or something to win the gold medal. I don't think I realized that. That's incredible. Yeah, that was not for the gold. Wow. Wow. Mm Mm-hmm. I bet they, the Soviet team went back and were just kind of like, well, this is awkward. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, they were basically pros, the Soviets were, and they played a bunch of college kids from the U.S. team. <laughs> That's Love true. That yeah, I know. All right. Well, fast forward one year and the great, the great Dolly Parton's song, 9 to 5, hits number one on the charts. Do you want to sing a couple of bars for, from 9 to 5 for us? I do not. All right. Well, since you're not going to do that, let's fast forward 20 years. And remember the great Dale Earnhardt, who was killed in a very unspectacular car crash. It didn't look like it was that bad, but it was it was what did him in, and it was really unfortunate. He was a good dude. I remember the time not liking him because he was like a he was a, an opponent of Richard Petty. Um, <gasps> Are you yeah. a Richard Petty fan? I, as a kid, yeah, man, I was a diehard yeah. Petty fan. Same. So, um, yeah, I didn't know that you were a fan, but I remember being the Charlotte Motor Speedway, seeing the, the Eliminator and, you know, and Richard Petty. So, um, that was a really sad day. And that was kind of when I stopped hating him, you know, cause I realized he was a good dude. So, oh yeah, for sure. Fast forwarding a little bit further in 2014, El Chapo, the world's most wanted drug kingpin is captured in Mexico. So that was good to get him off the streets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. It was it was good to get the most the world's most wanted drug kingpin off the streets. Yeah, couldn't agree see, with you more. I wasn't wrong. No, no, you were not. <laughs> Next. All right, Adam. Well, with that, how about some news? Let's do it. Play that classic jingle. 
Hey, Adam. Yeah. So, four months ago, a gray fox made a beeline toward Norman Kenny outside his home in Maine. Oh, no. Well, the result was the 88-year-old stomped it to death. <laughs> wow. That reminds me of the time where some punk broke into an old guy's house, got the shit beat out of him because he was he broke into the house of like a retired military boxing instructor. <laughs> or the time when my neighbor down the street, a guy crawled through his kitchen window to rob his house and he was a, a fireman, an active duty fireman <laughs> who was home sleeping and um, got beaten to an inch of his life. <laughs> yeah. He deserved that, pal. <laughs> so sometimes there's happy endings. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in any case, um, then, so this is four months ago, but then early Friday evening, just home from the store, Kenny closed his garage door and he heard kind of a mew sound and he thought it was his cat. So he, so he says, come on, April, let's go. Because apparently his cat's name is April, which I kind of like. Yeah. So he calls out to his cat, but it wasn't a cat. It was another fox. Oh, no. Yes, so this time it charges at him, biting his face and hands. It knocked him uh, onto his driveway and sent his glasses tumbling. By the way, this man is 88 years old. But here's what happens. So in the attack, first of all, this fox gave even more fight than the first fox. And like like a couple of our anecdotes that we just shared personally, he's a former (laughs) fire chief. (laughs) And even at 88 years old, he's still a stout 200 pounds. Mm. And so, listen to this. The whole time I, re- I was reading the story when I when I found it, I kept thinking the man is eighty eight years old. But anyways, he wrestles the fox for twelve minutes. Wow, that's a long fight, dude. That's a real long fight. That's a very long fight. And so he's also he also has his cane with him, but it's a collapsible collapsible cane. And so every time he was hitting the fox, it kept collapsing. <laughs> and so that's kind of funny. Yeah. And so he discards, he discards the uh, <laughs> the cane. He's like, "Well, this isn't working," and um, so, because it, now it's down to whatever half its size, original size. It's just agitating the animal as he's beating it, right. which which they estimated later that the fox weighs about thirty pounds. Wow, that's a big fox, dude. That is a big fox. And so he he throws the cane aside and he grabs the fox by the throat. Yep. And and his hands, he's, he's like trying to. That came upon this this crazy scene. And it was a teenage kid out for a jog. And so he runs over and he advise, He tells the teen... The article says he advises the teenager. I don't think he advised him. He tells the guy, hey, s- s- step on his neck. And so so he um, he steps on the fox's neck and he, and he hands... He, Kenny hands the kid uh, his cell phone, which at this point is dripping with blood to the point where it's obscured the keypad. You right. can't. That's how bloody the cell phone is. But he's, he manages to call police anyways, and <laughs> so so he, he, the police show up. He gets free of the fox, and it says as he was being loaded into the ambulance, he heard three gunshots from a twenty-two caliber rifle that <laughs> rang out, <laughs> and the fox was dead. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that like another fox charged him and he stomped it to death. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just stood up and he was taking all on all on comers yeah. like, what else you got yeah how many of you guys can i stomp to death he's becomes the serial wolf stomper right the neighborhood wolf stomper 
I want to be known as that. I know. How do I get that title? I guess I got to go start (laughs) stomping some wolves. You know, I did hear about some... uh, a lot of coyote activity in my area here. Um, you know. Oh yeah, like, no yeah, doubt so about it. I gotta, I gotta like get to my coyote stomping days going on. Yeah, you need to get to that. But, <laughs> but how crazy of a story is that? Yeah, I love that he's an eighty-eight-year-old dude like thrown down. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't care. Yeah. No, no. Well, it said Kenny received uh, treatment for potential exposure to rabies. Yeah. Which makes sense. Yep. Listen to this. Here's some of the injuries that he sustained. The most serious one was to his thumb. Which I disagree as soon as I read the next line, because then it said that the fox had ripped his left eyelid, barely missing his eyeball. I would say that's his most serious injury, not his yeah. thumb. Yeah, that's correct. That's 100% yeah. correct. But but he said, that's okay, because I have cataracts anyways. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a hardcore badass, dude. Right. Right. And it also notes in the at the end of the article that he now has a different wooden cane one fashioned from a tree that will not collapse. <laughs> but can you imagine how frustrating that would be? Like, oh my God. It's like being in a dream where you can't punch somebody. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and as he notes, um, because this one will bring more f- uh, firepower to any future fox fights. <laughs> because that's a part of his life now. He's stomped one and like yes. strangled one. Yes. Now, uh, I promise I didn't do more than cursory research, but I read a little further in the article, which revealed that there was actually a problem with uh, rabid foxes in his neighborhood. Well, yeah, now obviously there's a turf war now. It's escalated. Well, he, I think he already knew that there was a there was foxes, a family of foxes, a den or something nearby his house. But now they've determined that a lot of these foxes have rabies, and th- that's why they're aggressive. Oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah. So I wonder that? if the coyotes in my neighborhood are rabid. Uh, you would know because they would attack you. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So if, if you find yourself... a uh, fending off an aggressive coyote attack, then it's probably safe to, to assume that they have rabies. Well, and it's also probably safe to assume you should stomp it. Yeah, go ahead and stomp it. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> Definitely stomp it. Yeah, yeah. I said stomping, you know? That's what I, I mean. You, what choice do you have? None. At that point, none. Yeah, your hands are tied. All right, well, as we've had to do on almost every episode, Adam, we now have to apologize to the listener because... We've run out of time for any any other stories. Come on, man. We need more ado here. I know, but we don't have time for it. But I will share a headline. I will share a headline of another story with you. All right. And it's not dissimilar to the story we just shared, actually. Huh. I think you're going to like this. And this is local to me, actually. Are you uh, ready? I'm ready. I'm really ready. The headline reads, A 72-year-old Dallas man fatally shot a burglar and then went back to sleep. <laughs> I wonder if he's like, you know, I'm going to deal with that in the morning. This can wait. Apparently, that's exactly what he said. Do you get in trouble with that for that? I don't know. <laughs> I, I did. We don't have time. I, oh. We don't have time for the article. Oh, yeah. dude, there's yeah. so many questions I have. Well, I mean, we will make the same promise we make every time, which is we'll make every possible effort to get to it at a future episode. It's our commitment to the listener. Yeah, no doubt about it. Okay, well, Adam, why don't we take a quick break and hear from one of our new promotional partners? I love it. Let's do it. And when we return, we'll wrap up today's show. But before that, birthdays. Right after this. This week's episode is brought to you by Sweaty, the sweater that sweats back. Are you tired of putting on a sweater only to find that it's clean? Ever wish that your pullover felt a bit more damp and lived in? 
Does the faint smell of stale sweat invigorate you? Well then, the sweaty is about to be your new best friend. Wearing a sweaty is like receiving a warm, lingering hug from someone familiar and unwashed, paired with the scent of old clothing found on your bedroom floor. But what makes this sweater truly remarkable is its versatility. The sweaty comes in a variety of styles such as hoodie, pullover, button-down, and shrug, so that you can take the comfort of your hermetic lifestyle all over town. Everywhere you go, people will ask, what's that smell? Is it me or is it them? And did someone forget to do the laundry? Take a chance on comfort and purchase a sweaty today. Sweaty, because you can't spell sweater without sweat. All right, so I'm a big fan of that uh, organization. I will not be purchasing a sweaty. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Is is they've ha- they've put forth many many fantastic products. This is the first one that they've advertised where I thought I definitely have no interest in that item. This is the only product thus far in our many many ones and many many ads and editions uh, that I will say no to. Although I, I did, I do like the idea of being able to to take my hermetic lifestyle anywhere with me that I want to go. You know, they still bring up a good point, even in an item that we choose not to partake in. Yeah. So maybe, maybe we're being a little too harsh and we should try sweaty. Maybe. But that, that's for somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> well, dear listener, for more information about sweaty, feel free to check out Weird With You. It's another terrific podcast from the Podfix Network. It can be found anywhere you listen to podcasts. Hmm. Interesting. Yep. Adam, how about birthdays? I love birthdays. Should I kick us off? Please do, sir. All right. Well, today is Ice T's birthday. He turned sixty-two, and I love that dude. <laughs> he is awesome. And by the way, if you if you haven't heard the John Mulaney bit on Ice T, then look that up. I one hundred percent will. I love Ice T. Oh, it's amazing. He has a hardcore band called Body Count, which is interesting. <laughs> yeah, he was no doubt. Uh, tomorrow, we've got, I'm going to rattle these off here. We have Ed Sheeran, who turns 28. Paris Hilton, she turns 39 and is a real contribution to our society. Larry the Cable <laughs> Guy turns 57. Director Michael Bay is exploding into his 55th birthday. Denise Richards, <laughs> <laughs> who is always gorgeous, turns 49. Jim Brown turns 84. And Toph, the great one himself, Michael Jordan, turns 57. The indisputed, I don't care who you are, the indisputed greatest basketball player of all time. 100%. I mean, he was a dominant force his entire career. Yep. All right. Well, on Wednesday, I'll take your iced tea and I'll raise you a Dr. Dre who turns 55. That's pretty dope. Yeah. That's pretty dope. Also on Wednesday is the 66th birthday of John Travolta, the 56th birthday of Matt Dillon, the 52nd birthday of Molly Rinwald. The 63rd birthday of Vanna White. No one's done less on television than her. The 28th <laughs> birthday of, Levo- of Le'Veon Bell. The 87th birthday of the woman who broke up the Beatles, Yoko Ono. Man, she has quite a reputation. I mean, your entire life is revolved around the fact that you broke up that band. <laughs> well, perhaps we'll redeem ourselves because on Thursday is the 80th birthday of Smokey Robinson. Nice. And... If that's not enough, the 65th birthday of the very talented and funny Jeff Daniels. Man, you know what? He is actually a pretty brilliant actor. He's amazing. He might be one of the most underrated 
well uh, known actors in Hollywood. I w- totally agree with that. I, there's not enough that can be said about him and his like prowess. Yeah, he's good. Okay, this is gonna like keep kicking ass. On Friday, we have Jennifer Love Hewitt. She turns 41. Kelsey Grammer turns 65. Wait, he's awesome. Um, and you have on Saturday Drew Barrymore who turns 45 and Dr. J Julius Irving himself turns 70 70 and if you haven't seen the clip of Drew Barrymore flashing David Letterman on his show while standing on his desk on his birthday you should look that up <laughs> I didn't know she did that that's hilarious yes she did <laughs> that's classic Drew Barrymore move alright how about some born this week but now dead <laughs> Thank you, Clay. First, we have Steve Irwin, who died in 2006 at the age of 44. Today, he would have turned 58. God, what a loss, dude. He was such a cool dude. That was shocking and tragic and very sad. Yeah. Yep. And now his uh, daughter and wife have a really wheels-off reality show. I haven't seen it. Is it any good? It's good, except for the episode where they talk about how they go everywhere because they're so close, including some... going to the bathroom together yeah that's really weird but i think bindi's getting married now i think she's uh, getting married now or is just been married oh how about that yeah all right well also born on this day now dead the first president of the united states george washington who died in 1799 at the age of 67 today he would have turned 288 gone too young bro r.i.p george dub (laughs) stolen from us in his prime (laughs) Adam, are you a fan of George Washington? Uh, yeah, actually, I am. And actually, Brad Melter has a really good book. His latest book talks a lot about him. So, uh, yeah, I'm a super fan. Oh, sweet. Check that out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next. All right, Adam. Well, let's move on to this. And I'll, I'll just give it a brief setup. Basically, Tiff Franks, a close, close friend of the show, holds me per- is going to hold me personally responsible if veteran legendary actor ed asner dies before this november yeah what's the countdown at man okay well that's why we're here is because on every episode of the show that you and i do together we're going to give the latest update on how many days are left until i'm no longer personally responsible for ed asner's death if it happens (laughs) she's got you hamstrung bro and what do we call this adam the ed asner death clock that's right. Okay, so I'm proud to report, as far as I know, Ed Asner is still alive, and there are 276 days until I'm no longer personally responsible for his death. My heart is with you, buddy, at every turn. <laughs> I like that it's with me and not Ed Asner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he'll be dead and you'll have guilt. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yes, as our good friend John has said, he'll, he will have experienced the sweet relief and I'll be saddled with guilt over his death. For for the rest of your life, and that sucks. Yes, yes. Next! All right, Adam. Well, let's move on from the Ed Asner death clock to a segment that I know is one of your favorites for sure, the Darwin Awards. Oh, yes, they are. I love these. Yes, and of course, if you're not familiar with these, the Darwin Awards celebrate the improvement of the human gene pool by honoring those who accidentally remove themselves from it in the most spectacular way possible. <laughs> yes, I, I love this segment so much. <laughs> and here's, I do as well. And here's the most current example. Ronald Cryer, age 65, was shot dead on Thanksgiving evening in the rural town of Van Buren. 
Upon investigation, it was determined that the shooter was none other than Ronald Cryer. <laughs> no, this was not a suicide. Let me explain. Cryer went the DIY approach to protect his family jewelry. He decided to rig a handgun to fire when the <laughs> closet door was open where the jewelry was kept. <laughs> I like this guy. <laughs> well, authorities discovered this is one of the many such traps set around his property. Unfortunately, in this case, Cryer forgot to disarm this one prior to entry and he was the victim of his own self-protection device <laughs> well we don't know if he was trying to go rob himself so you know <laughs> that's uh, touche you don't think about that huh no i did not <laughs> i like the way you said in the beginning though it was a it was a little slippy you said shot to dead and that was nice yeah shot to dead yeah <laughs> it just becomes funnier the more i think about it <laughs> mm-hmm. well good news ronald not only are you the recipient of a prestigious darwin award <laughs> you are also our gravity beard listener of the week yes <laughs> do it for the applause baby <laughs> So you will not you will not leave this mortal coil empty handed. You will get a Darwin Award and a Gravity Beard Listener of the Week. Yeah, you are, you are twice rewarded. Boy, <laughs> yeah. nothing out nothing like going out with like a blaze of glory, dude. You got two awards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. Well, I can't. I mean, none of us can. Hardly any of us can say that. We're gonna go out with the no, awards. I've never I've never received a Gravity Beard Listener of the Week award. No, and you probably won't get a Darwin Award. So he's two up on no. both of us. Yeah, so there you go, Ronald. Congratulations. <laughs> Next. Okay, Adam. Let's finish up with this, if you'll allow me. I will. We're going to bring back a segment we haven't done in a long time called Joke of the Week. I love Joke of the Week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> BJ Vagengolf was found there. <laughs> well, Adam, I'm glad you said that, actually. <laughs> I would like to apologize to our listeners in advance, unless you think it's really funny. And then here's a great joke of the week. (laughs) A boy approaches his father and asks, Dad, how did Rose get her name? Well, son, we named your sister Rose because mom loves roses. Oh, that makes sense. Thanks, Dad. You're welcome, BJ. (laughs) So that was his son. Yep. Yep. Next. All right, Adam. Well, that brings us to the end of another episode of This Week Today. Oh, come on, man. This is ridiculous. Well, you could always just tune in for the next one because there's more gold on its way. Well, I hope so because I don't want to be out of gold. (laughs) (laughs) Let me finish up with some credits if you don't mind. Come join us in our Facebook group. It's called the Gravity Beard Interns. That's where we have serious conversations about the dumbest things ever. Call us on our hotline if you like. That number is 321-465-2180. If you enjoyed the show, please tell another human about it. Gravity Beard is a proud member of the Podfix Network. To find other great shows consistently creating platinum-level content, go right now to podfixnetwork.com or search at Podfix on Twitter. You can now listen to our show on Radio Haver. See all the details in our show notes. Music on this show is by Silent Partner. You can find them on the YouTube audio library. For my pal, Lord Saunders, I'm your co-host, Toph. You've been listening to This Week Today on Gravity Beard. It's what your ears will want to be listening to. Later. Gravity Beard is a proud member of the Podfix Network.
I am just not made for the 21st century workplace. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm pushing stop.